My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dolphin on the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I am Mason, and I'm back. He's finally back, and his Wi-Fi's not crappy. Yay! Ooh, yeah. And... I just want to say uh, a quick apology out there to our Patreon users, real quick before we, we start doing anything. I wasn't able to get the next episode of Book Club out last week uh, because my internet was down oh. again for the second, yeah, for the second time within this month. I um, can't believe you. I know it's unfortunate. Well, I guess you'll just have to tune in this week uh, to see episode two of Brotherhood. And maybe we'll yeah. see about filming a second episode. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. This is going to be like real quick. So much fun cool. stuff coming guys, up. Guys, guys, guess what? We have a Patreon. You should totally know. We, we have some cool stuff in there, uh, including our so to, favorite thing, which I think people should be excited about is this right here six to six dollars tier would you like to know why mason why ask why why is that because unboxing videos and with the unboxing videos there's a chance that you might be able to win one of the items and honestly it's definitely worth it because of the next one we're doing is uh it may or may not be a droid smith that was seen in Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, yeah. And then there's some other cool stuff that we actually just got today as well. Uh, and you have the chance to get those items. Like, I'm not talking about like a small action figure. Like, I'm talking about like like collector items that are worth a lot of money. So, Honestly, I would head over and I would sign up for that tier because it also comes with everything else from our other tiers, uh, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, and it's got a nice little reference to Order 66 in it. We love that. Yeah. Execute Order 66. Uh, I, I, apparently, I'm lagging. There's a storm, so I apologize. Um, it's getting better. It's getting better. All right. Cool. Um, Mason. All right. So, talk about the budget for these for the skeleton crew. Okay. 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 First of all, can I just say that this is a little ridiculous? No. No. Okay. Cool. Now that I've said that, I'm good. Um, it's wild. Uh, the biggest budget I believe that we've seen in a Star Wars series so far, right? 136 million dollars. I mean, that's wild. Uh, let me. So, how much is Mandalorian. How much was the budget for Mandalorian? Do we know what that is? Just as a comparison. Do like Mandalorian season two budget. 12.5 to individual episodes. So the individual episodes were 12.5 to $15 million, right? So if we just take the median, we'll just say like 13, right? Or like uh, 13.5 and we multiply that by how many episodes were in season two Colin oh he's gone okay um 
I believe there were, let's just say eight. That's only $108 million. So the fact that Skeleton Crew is going to have such uh, such a large budget is insane. And it really makes me wonder what it is they're actually going to be doing with all of that money. I mean, to be dropping that on what I'm assuming is sort of going to be Disney's um, or Lucasfilm's take at like a Stranger Things type of series. Uh, I... I wonder what all that what all is that's going to entail, especially when you're looking at um, especially when you're looking at you know that stuff. Oh, just a moment. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Sorry about that. Welcome back, Colin. Good to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was just telling the viewers, uh, I believe the Mandalorian season two is season like eight episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, okay. Uh, right. right. So I budgeted that out, uh, cause it was particularly like 12.5 and $15 million. So I just did like 13.5, like a good median, uh, times eight, that's $108 million. That's a lot. Six, that's 108. That's 28 more million dollars that's going to be going towards this series, theoretically, than Mando season two. What are they going to do with all that money? <laughs> um, for this, for the skeleton crew? Yeah. All right. Uh, well. Set design, maybe? Probably a lot of CGI. I'm so, sure it's going to be a lot of CGI. Something and then that maybe are, big name actors? Yeah. Because something that they were talking about on the Patreon Daily... I believe what um was they wanted this to be the next stranger things. And that's something that you actually brought up without even knowing that's what they were talking about. And that on the, yeah, the picture I mentioned that uh, yeah. while you had to dip out for a minute is that yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be Disney or Lucasfilm sort of take back at stranger things, our, our star Wars look at that. Um, and yeah. I'm very excited to see what that looks like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I think that it will play. I so they so they actually they actually reference Stranger Things um a tiny bit at the panel because they were like it will have kids but it's not going to be a kids show and I was like all right cool um and I think you're right I I think I don't want it to be exactly like Stranger Things I I just don't want them I don't to know how like they a, could. Like yeah. the upside down doesn't really exist in Star Wars unless you're well, like the realm of the well, force or whatever. They that could be like out. one one kid out of them is a is a force is sensitive. a Jedi. Yeah, like they are force sensitive. They are learning how to use like that person's using l- learning how to use their powers and everything, which I think would be cool. But it's like I just I don't want it to be like Stranger Things. Like yeah. I. I <laughs> I love. I I wanted to have the '80s vibe. I would love that, but I don't want them to yeah. go full out like, um, like Stranger Things. Because if they did, you could definitely tell that it's you know. You don't want it to be a copy. You want it to be its own thing based off of something. Yeah, I get that. Because we don't want a situation like, uh, like Force Awakens being like you know, hey, it's a it's a new hope, but it's in. It's in the further future, and then you have the last Jedi. Hey, it's the Battle of Hoth, but it's not the Battle of Hoth. It's the Battle of Crate. 
So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I I I I want that 80s vibe. Um that it's crazy how popular the 80s resurgence has been, especially yeah. here in the US. Yeah. Um, I mean it's almost it's like affecting everything. I wonder if it didn't have have to do with in part with that movie that short film that came out a while ago like Kung Fury on um on YouTube. Yeah. Cuz man. It always like after that happened everything sort of started to pick up. And now I think it it's funny cuz people almost like newer generations are coming into this and seeing it in this sort of like ironic way of like oh ha ha, ha look at how things were back in the 80s stuff was crazy and then like adults and people that are living in that, that lived in that era. Um, it's nostalgic, you know? Yeah. It's something they can look back and have fun memories of. Speaking of nostalgic, um, sorry, I can't say that for the life of me, but um, <laughs> speaking of that, there's a couple of actors that I wanted to talk about. Um, Please be- go ahead. Because there is one. I that- think it, it would also be worth recapping what exactly we know about Skeleton Crew. Well, so there, um, there's the actor um, Jaleel White. And for those who don't know who that is, he played Steve Urkel. Um, Are you but, serious? Yeah. And, and <laughs> there's a possibility that he is going to be joining a Star Wars project. A lot of people are thinking <laughs> that he is going to be part of Skeleton Crew. Now, oh my god! Now, now this is something. This is something that David, David, and I were talking about um, on on a couple of podcasts ago, which was the they are treating the um the mandalorian everything like it it's in the same production era of the 80s right so they have different actors that were famous in the 80s coming back into these shows and oh. right <laughs> so oh, yeah. i i love that they're bringing in actors like that because i cannot wait until christopher lloyd um ends up making his Star Wars debut because I love Back to the Future. Oh, I love Doc. Same and here. and ironically, he's not the first um he will not be the first uh Back to the Future actor to be in this because Flea who played Needles in Back to the Future was seen in the first couple of episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I I love that they're bringing these these actors from that era into star Wars um, and into the newer star Wars. I love that so much. And then there's the actor, um, uh, Dominic Monaghan, uh, which, you know, Mason probably doesn't know because Nope. I don't know actors. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but do you know who that is? Who is it? He You'll probably, play, I'll probably know. He played Mary in, in Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, uh, yes, and uh, uh, and he was also in Lost. For those who don't know, uh, Mason has never seen The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, he is or not Lost. a true, which is so funny because <laughs> this kid plays Dungeons and Dragons, and his excuses. Um, can you tell them of what your excuse is? I don't have an excuse, I just haven't found time to watch it. That's all, okay? So, his excuse is to me, and 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 as soon as he said it, he's like, Oh man, Colin's got a point, which is he told me it was too long. 
I don't think it's too long. Well, you I told Josh and I that. You told okay, Josh and I But that. I have told you every time since that the opposite. Okay? Don't you try <laughs> to call me out. I am I, I'm using that one time because it was so funny because Josh and I were like, dude. Don't you? You play Dungeons and Dragons. Those campaigns can last forever. Besides, so. what I probably said is what I said, what I say all the time, which is like, ah, it's too long. It's so much work. You it's play so Dungeons and Dragons. You can uh, use that as an excuse. Yeah, but that's with actual people, not sitting alone <laughs> in a room watching a movie. You can watch it with other people. It doesn't have to just be you sitting alone. I have to have friends to do that, Colin, and clearly you're not one of them. Well, Clearly, if you're going to act that way, I'm not going to invite you to my next Lord of the Rings marathon. Fine. 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 I don't need your Lord All right. You know what? This podcast is done today. We're over. No, um, uh, no, but uh, the the actor was um, was in an interview recently and was asked on what his experience was like in Rise of Skywalker. Um, And he and he had a small role. Uh, but he's good friends with JJ Abrams and he just praised JJ Abrams a lot. And they, and he talked about, you know, him possibly, um, talked about him possibly coming back in future projects. That's like post rise of Skywalker, which I think would be, you know, cool. And, and, and it would be interesting because it's, listen, these, these movies were, very controversial because the scripts changed a lot. A lot of the character arcs changed a lot. You know, Finn was supposed to have this really cool story of going from a stormtrooper to a Jedi, and he never fully got that. And now we're getting that in Lego. And it's like, that should have been live action. That should have been live action. And we didn't get that. uh, Here's a hill I'll die on. I think Disney should go back and redo the sequel movies. Um, one way not gonna other. happen I, I would be I think, so surprised i would i would too i don't think it's gonna happen either um i don't i don't even care what happens to the, the previous ones they could stay canon i don't i don't care like the ones that are out now it doesn't matter but i feel like they should go back rewrite some scripts let or or like go back and do it like, like what jj abrams was going to originally do or find a way to redo it with all of the same actors that way they get that love and praise that they deserve for doing star wars so something that I think that the Mandalorian and all these shows between that time from Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens, they and I've said this in the past, where they are doing what they did in uh in the Clone Wars era, where they had episode one and two and then three came out and you know it's like, oh, it's just the prequels. But then when when they made the Clone Wars TV show, it made you appreciate Revenge of the Sith and the prequels even more. And I think that's what they're doing because a fine example is in the next um, season of Mando, um, you have the character from Rise of Skywalker, Babu Frick. He what? is making an appearance, including his species as well. In Mando season three? Yes. That no. was seen at the um that was seen um he was seen um and including a species and the trailer that was shown at star celebration at Are you the, serious? at the mandalorian plus panel yeah so it, it was like oh cool so so they are tying in the sequels even more now which i think is really really cool but i i don't know i think that that if they did something like that it would 
I don't know. We'll have to see. Because of I, I, I loved those movies. I loved seeing them in the theater, including Res- I mean, including the Last Jedi. I, I remember walking out being shocked, but I remember that feeling going in, being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it's another Star Wars movie. And then when Rise of Skywalker came out and that trailer dropped, and I was like, "All right, let's go, let's go!" Because of the hyper celebration. So I am, I'm very, very hopeful that that we'll be getting. Um, more redeeming things for the sequel trilogy within the Mandalorian, the, you know, all these other shows between that gap. And I think that's what they're doing. I agree. It does seem like we're sort of moving towards that, especially with the like pseudo cloning kind of stuff that we're seeing in, in yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, you know, it, I'm very curious about like what's happening with all of that. And that seems like a really good predecessor to, trying to explain the stuff with uh, Palpatine. And I feel like we've talked about this before in the podcast, but um, I, I still think that holds. I have yet to see anything that sort of contradicts that. So we'll see. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm really going to love, love the sequel trilogy regardless, just because Honestly, like Rise of Skywalker 9 as a film, I just didn't think it was a good film. And this has been talked about all over the place now, but like I, I hate how they rushed at the intro sequence to try and make up for everything in eight. Like the movie felt like it was it, it felt like the movie was made to butt heads with another director instead of actually um uh be entertaining to watch it really felt like the two it was just the two directors ryan johnson and um um the you know the guy uh like fighting with each other jj abrams so i don't know we'll see i uh i quite frankly would love to see explored the sort of uh canon that 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 could have that could have been whether that be in like a legend series that takes place in a different timeline or something like that i don't know but i feel like we should hold these companies responsible um for making these big films and taking such a big franchise i think we should we should be able as viewers to hold them responsible for these films that they make and i feel like you know, as fans, it, it should be our job to, to reach out and tell them like, Hey, this, this could have been better. We want this redone. We want this remade. We like, we all sort of agree that we want to see these characters shine. Um, and we want to see it done in the way that it was originally intended instead of this, you know, bickering match. So who knows what could have been, I suppose. Um, what else do we got lined up here? Uh, so, uh, Andor TV spot reveals new footage on the Star Wars news net. Um, very excited for Andor. I can't wait to see what's going to be happening, uh, with that TV show. Oh man, there's going to be so much happening. 
um, especially when it comes to seeing the sort of uh, darker phases of uh, the rebellion, unlike something that we've sort of seen before. Welcome back. We were moving on to the uh, Andor footage. You don't have to tell people when I go. <laughs> what? Oh, I would say you don't have to tell. Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. You're fine. Go ahead. What? Uh, what about this new footage? Oh, of uh, of what? Andor. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, so there was a teaser that was dropped online, and then it was, and then as for a lot of people that didn't get to see it, it got pulled right away. But um, a lot of people kept the footage. Uh, but it, there are some new images there. But what's also nice about it is that they kind of confirmed that there's going to be the first two episodes. Um, uh, it sounds like they're, that they will drop two episodes of Andor at once, um, like they did with Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I think is uh, a good call. I'm hoping that's the case. But that it is... seems like an easy way to get hooked. Because it seems like we've been seeing a lot of this re- uh, recently. I feel like we've been seeing a lot of instances where TV shows drop like two or three episodes at once or drop as a whole series at once. Um, but I think like the formula of dropping these first two episodes give you just enough to like binge and get hooked on it. Um, and then they can sort of drip feed the rest of the series to span it out. My thing is that that is going to be a busy weekend. A very busy weekend because three different streaming platforms are dropping huge shows, right? So you've got Endor, oh, yeah. you've got The Rings of Power, and and then you have Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. That's yeah, huge. That is a huge nerd weekend. You can't top that. Um, and then, you know, for those con goers, uh, that weekend is also Dragon Con. So that is going to be a very busy, nerdy weekend. Um, and there's a lot of content to watch. And if they do drop the first two episodes of Andor, smart move on their part because they've got some competition that weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and, then, uh, and then they'll actually be in competition with themselves, uh, uh, Star Wars will, because they will be overlapping shortly through like the year, like as the months kind of pass, they'll be overlapping with bad batch season two. And they'll also be overlapping with, uh, with tales of the Jedi. So you have all that, you know, passing through, but Hey, look, look, Mason, you're not alone. Wow. See? Thank you, Mobrules. I appreciate it. Maybe it's overhyped. Maybe it's Maybelline. Just saying. Never watched Lord of the Rings is what uh, Mobrules said. Yeah, well, you know what? It's fine. You like both were uncultured, and that's okay. Anyways, on the bright side, uh, on the bright side, uh, us here at the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, it won't really be a busy week for us because we can't talk about that other stuff. <laughs> so you'll be hearing about Andor. Well, we have, I you know, am, we are friends with other podcasts. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe, I, maybe we'll do some, maybe we'll do some sliding into other people's podcasts. Well, there is my, so my friend, Josh, uh, our, fr- our, 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 our actually sister, our sister podcast, the Marvel stuff podcast, uh, that 
one of the co-hosts over there, Josh, is the founder of another podcast called Radioactive Paper Cuts. And they just talk all like nerdy stuff. So DC, Marvel, um, not much Marvel because Marvel stuff, but they talk about uh, like, you know, Game of Thrones, all that stuff on that podcast. So I might be a guest on that a decent amount because I have a lot to say about um about the uh, the all the lord of the rings stuff and, and but yeah so i mean i just i am i am going to watch lord of the rings so eventually you will, will watch it with me don't i just don't watch you, a lot you, of movies. you will watch it with me mason i will watch it with colin you heard it here folks yes. uh live stream my reaction so something all right so someone i work with i don't know if um, if you might know them, but they always bring this up and, and they always try to annoy me with it. And it's called, uh, and they always ask people, um, are all stormtroopers bad? And I know who you're talking about, and I want to, <laughs> and I want to end this debate because it's not even a debate. No, I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about the defectors of the first order if if they are defecting at that point they're no longer stormtroopers well is it first order stormtroopers or imperial stormtroopers doesn't matter now that's something that that i was talking about with a friend jeff over um who's a friend uh from another podcast talk with your mouthful uh jeff um i was talking to him and he and he said, "Well, if you're talking about you know stormtroopers from the first order, they were they were kidnapped as kids, so right. they didn't have a choice. They've literally been brainwashed their entire lives right. to believe that the first right. order is the only option." Right, but I'm I'm talking about actual stormtroopers, like like full out that are part of the part of the you know of the actual empire and first order not the defectors i'm not counting the the defectors because as soon as they make that decision i'm no longer you know doing what the first order wants to do then boom they're done so in my opinion i think i i think if you're part of the empire i think if you're part of the first order then yeah you're not good um uh, but i think when you make the decision to leave then you're no longer part of the first order. So I it's don't like, necessarily okay, think that that makes them all exactly bad either. There are a lot of evil people in the empire, but I also think that there's a morally gray area that's to be found because some mm. of them are at least in the empire, not in the first order. The first order is like completely evil. It's hard to like, it's hard to justify what they do. Um, they blew up planets. So did the empire. I don't exactly. It's not good. You're not a good person if you're part of that. Right. But some of them, but some of them are there, at least within the empire, because they feel that they're doing good for the galaxy. They feel that they're bringing order. You cannot justify a blowing up machine of planets, bro. That's, that's genocide. That's not good. You cannot justify that. Right, 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 right. But whenever you're talking about morality, it's such a it's such a gray area. Like Darth Vader, let me put it like this: Darth Vader likes being bad. He enjoys it, and he wants to hurt people. 
But you can't justify. Okay. All right. You know but what? But most this... of the stormtroopers in the Empire are just people doing their jobs. They're but... like, I get paid or my family gets killed. <laughs> that's not. Okay. All right. But that's this... not bad. That's no, a human no. thing to it, do. It, it is bad, though, because you are part of you are part of an organization that is, you know, you know, bringing peace to the galaxy. But in reality, it's causing a lot of damage for okay, control okay, for one guy. But, but most of them. OK, but most of them. A, I, I guess pre Death Star didn't know what was actually going on behind the scenes. What clones? Most imper- no, like most like. um most stormtroopers didn't know what was actually going on. Like they didn't understand what the empire was actually doing to the people of these planets. I guess post Alderaan is when most of the defectors sort of happened. And that was, there was that big shift, that big change. Um, but like before that, most of the time Imperial officers could justify the, the justify the means to their ends. Because they're like, okay, I'm cool. I'm here. I'm helping out the galaxy, bringing order to these planets. We're we're ending this war, which is really great. And um, at the end of the day, I get to help my family out, maybe get some promotions, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And all I have to do is shoot a couple rebels to feed my family. I mean, that's fine. There's always going to be resistance to a new, that, like a new that's government. Fine. Right? That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Okay. Okay, Mason. I mean, I speaking I as know. that character, I don't think that's fine. Like obviously, like obviously they are they are bad people doing they bad things. They blew up planets. You oh, oh, okay, so listen. A pre-Destar, pre-Destar, pre-Destar. Okay. Before right. you go on any tangent, pre-Destar. No, okay. not yeah. not pre-Destar. We're still yeah. bad. They were listen. If if you're a stormtrooper and and uh, you know what? Here's a fine example from Star Wars Rebels, right? Right. You um you are on Lothal. There right. is an Imperial officer trying to buy you off your farm, right? So so then they can use that um all those acres for a factory to build parts for the Empire for the ships and everything. Okay. You say no. Should be the end of that, right? The Empire goes in kicks you off your farm and puts you into an imperial prison. Okay, Explain but how you can justify that. You are looking, you are looking at that from the rebels point of view, from the empire's point of view. What do you that mean? Farmer, from the empire's point of view, from we're not talking about officers, we're talking about stormtroopers. Stormtroopers right? were there putting the people in there. How do they know? Right. Right, but what the stormtroopers are probably told is this guy is a terrorist. He's harbor. Uh, he's harboring weapons. This or that or the other that's going to be used to bomb the factory. That's yeah. going to hurt your brothers and sisters that you work with, right? Okay. So look at it this way: if you're told, if you're a stormtrooper and you're told these terrorists, these insurgents, are trying to disrupt the peace on this planet because they're strictly opposed just to our rule, right? And they're shooting up your brothers and sisters. You know, they're walking around with blaster rifles, causing these acts of terror. They're blowing up their own people to try and resist. What does that look like to you when you're the the stormtrooper in that, you know, in that that regime? Oh, I need to go take care of these guys. These are bad dudes. And this is something that's talked about 
all the time in Star Wars is that it, it's never meant to just be good and evil all the time. There's always that gray area that's in the middle. There's always that one guy who's being fed the wrong information, who's doing the wrong thing. That's why defectors are defectors, you know, because they, they are the stormtroopers that were like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. They got fed the right, they got fed the right information. I don't know, like, man. So what we're doing Listen. here is bad. And a lot of stormtroopers just don't get that. Now, I will say almost all the Imperial officers we've seen, they're bad guys. Like 100%. Like, I feel like most Imperial high command are bad people. Unless they defect. But stormtroopers, man, they're just, they're just they're literally just getting pointed in a direction. They're like, here's your blaster rifle. Here's your armor. Go do the okay. things. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on. No, hang on. Now, the biggest difference between the First Order and, um, and the Empire was that everyone jo- that, that joined the Empire joined by choice, knowing, yeah. knowing what, what they were doing, right? So they knew that the Empire was trying to bring peace to the galaxy. Yes. Okay. Now, I understand not knowing everything, but there are a lot of stormtroopers in the Imperial Army that witnessed horrific things, and they kept staying. And they with did an effect, and they're the bad guys, right? Right. I, I I know, but there there is not a lot of reported. Actually, to be honest, I can't come up with any Imperial, um like deserters in my head but here's my thing if you know something is bad and a lot of imperial this is a this is a life lesson this is this is a life lesson if you know something is bad and 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 you stay with it and you keep doing the bad thing then you are technically are in the wrong you technically are in the wrong so henceforth henceforth those stormtroopers that stayed are bad. Now there isn't really any recorded <clears throat> stormtrooper deserters, but that uh, unless they were clones, like for for example, there was Gregor, right? But he was never really a you know a stormtrooper. But I think it is listed. I think it is listed or implied that there are a lot of deserters from like the ranks of stormtroopers. The problem is that most stormtroopers just aren't important enough to be named characters. But you hear a lot in books of like these one-off characters that'll be like, oh yeah, I used to be a stormtrooper. I worked with the Empire until the the destruction of Alderaan. You know, and that's why I use it as that baseline. Because once um once Alderaan was destroyed, everyone in the Empire knew. Everyone in the Empire knew. Like that that is when everyone physically had to make that choice of do I um yeah that's true do i stay with the empire or do i go and fight with the rebellion to do what's right and you know what there are still some people who stayed after the destruction of alderaan and then deserted shortly after so it's like you say where do you draw the line because the stormtroopers are just soldiers too and they're being fed information this is specifically for the Empire. The First Order, that's a whole different scenario. But with with the Empire in general, they're just, they sign up, 
a lot of them probably to feed their families, get work, get their family promotions. They're told that the empire is going out and helping the galaxy, bringing a war to an end. A lot of these people are coming fresh out of the clone wars. They give these guys blaster rifles. They give these guys armor. And then they're like, okay, go do this stuff. Glory to the empire. Am I right, guys? Here's your paycheck. Okay, and then Josh. they're like, okay, you're going to go defeat some insurgents because they're hurting these people. All right, Josh. Yes. Are all stormtroopers bad? Yes or no? Ooh, that's your, uh, isn't that your, your like, um, your, your soldier comment where it's like the catch 22. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, 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 that's hard. Cause I mean, th- there's, there's definitely some, I don't, I don't count. Listen, I don't count the deserters. You are you are bad, and uh, you are bad to the point that you realize that there is an uh, like there is an issue with what you're doing. As soon as you leave, you are no longer part of that. All of okay. all of the deserters, all of the deserters after they leave, all right, are no longer stormtroopers. So ten. So that's the whole point of the word deserter, right? You are leaving something that you were. So you are no longer a stormtrooper after that. Boom. But I mean, so, of course, oh, you'll have you want to know who do something bad? You want to know who was a stormtrooper deserter? Um, uh, not only just the guy, there were a couple people from Mando season two, the ex imperial sharpshooter that helped destroy the factory, correct? But at the time, he was bad, but then when he left, he was no longer a stormtrooper. So, no, I'm just saying that that's not an argument to that point. That's just Josh. saying from earlier. I could Sorry. see Josh rolling his eyes <laughs> anyway. That, that I mean, is I- one. I mean, you can you can do something bad for a good purpose because I mean we all we all know that that was a, a new way to get paid in the galaxy. So I mean, like, yeah, this is yeah. So what I'm coming from, opposite, like juxtaposed to Colin, is that a lot of these stormtroopers we can only assume signed up to feed their families and yeah. get a paycheck. Like there is always that gray area, and here's the thing: who knows how controlled the information going to these stormtroopers was? So where a man losing his farm and his family and whatnot because an imperial, you know, officer went a new bachelor pad, he sees that as evil. What the stormtroopers are probably hearing is, oh, this insurgent, this rebel insurgent, is um, hiding weapons and stowing away. Uh, spice and all these bad things and they they're going to use them to hurt your brothers and sisters and hurt the people of this planet so we need to go out and take them out before they can hurt the people of this planet and i, and I think that that there there does come a time in every stormtrooper's life or anyone who is a part of the empire where they'll be like oh i can now think for myself and be like yeah we probably just did something really really bad i think that divisible line is the destruction of alderaan that is the point at which everybody in the Empire knew what the Empire was. Mm, yeah, I mean, we, we you even see it in um, uh, Battlefront 2. Yeah. yeah. You see that in the book Lost Stars is a great, great example of that. We get to sort of witness the uh, Alderaan being destroyed. And yeah. like it mentions the tension in the room. So I, in, in theory, <laughs> like to sum this up, I just think it's a bad question. Yeah. I, I don't like questions like that because I think they limit our capacity to 
to see those gray areas. Well, then I think everything has to have a black and white answer. Well, then you tell the person that keeps um, spamming me at work. I will tell them that. Because that's the whole reason why I brought it up. But yeah, no, um, I I just thought that was an interesting topic. But on the um, but of the other one that I wanted to talk about was um, was the ship of Mando. Which one is better? Is it his Naboo Starfighter or the Razor Crest? The Razor Crest, easily. A lot of people voted the Razor Crest. I like the Razor Crest. I also really like the Naboo Starfighter, but it's not. Uh, here's here's the I, problem. I, I like them both easily, like equal. The thing is, but as soon as you you say like, "Hey, I'm a bounty hunter," and they took us through the like, we got to see inside of the Razor Crest. There's so much of him like walking around. You got to see all the people like frozen in Beskar. That was a bounty hunter yeah. ship. Whereas like you get not Naboo Starfighter, and you're like, yeah, it's you know you you, you do your battle in it, and then you go back. It's not like uh, you're traveling in it all the time. No, oh, no. No, that's why when when you when you see it, you're like that. That would have been great for like a, a few episodes, in my opinion. Not as his new new right. Ship. Here's here's the problem with it. Whenever you commit to being a bounty hunter, you have to have something that can transport bounties and all of your gear because each bounty is going to require a different piece of gear. That is why bounty hunters are so favored to using uh, freighters and gunships. I, that's why Boba Fett uses Slave One. It's a gunship. The Razor Crest is a gunship. Yeah. They pack a lot of firepower. They're hard to take down. And more importantly, they have a lot of storage space for just one person. Because, you know, that's the only person that's going to be piloting that ship. That's the only person you're going to need is you. So I'm very curious to see what direction Din's life is going to take having just a starfighter because yeah. that means he can only do on planet bounties unless what he transports them via like the star doors he could always <laughs> listen he could always get a trailer and, and, a trailer. and he could just <laughs> pull it around and it would have people in carbonite and stuff and i think it would like work well <laughs> It's it's funny because it, it, it's a cute joke to have Grogu in like the little droid pod, but it, they're like even separated. So I was kind of like, hmm, maybe this means that we won't get them as much in space and much of a space action kind of thing. You'll see in season three, it's more like going to focus on just them going from place to place. So yeah. I would have agreed with that if I didn't see the full trailer for uh <laughs> for season three for season three Amando and nice. there there there's a lot of space dude there's a lot of space co- like there's a lot of space combat and in, in, in the trailer and it looks like different shots and I'm telling you right now we are gonna be on the edge of our seats for those dog fights because it looked incredible. They um it definitely had the Empire Strikes Back vibe. You also saw that uh that and then and the reason why i say the empire strikes back by because most of the fight the fights that we saw were taking place in a asteroid field and there was this goofy looking star star destroyer that we've never seen it looks modified um and it and it just looked wild and you saw mando getting chased by not tie fighters by but by some other type of ships 
So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what's what that's going to be like. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but that that doesn't mean he's going to be doing a lot of planet hopping. Maybe all the star the star battle like takes place over one planet. Maybe it all takes place over Mandalore. Who knows? So, what characters do you guys really want to see um, come back in Mando season three? Now that I know that you said Babu Frick is going to be in Mando yeah. season three, I'm very curious to see how that's going to work. Yeah, I think um, I think they'll go. I don't think they will go to Kajimi. I think they'll go somewhere else, and then you know he'll be there working and stuff. But I want to see most of Clan Ren in live action. That would be I great. Think, I think we will. More Mandalorians. Uh, um, there is something else that... Um, Did you see anything else on screen that had you interested when you watched yes. the preview trailer thing? So, all right. We have something on Patreon called Rogue Rumors, and um, and it's something that, that we <clears throat> kind of talked about on there. Um, but from the trailer, I we kind of got a description of what one scene was. Josh, are you good? Yeah, no, just lightning. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, and there's a scene where you see a bunch of Mandalorians running out, and it's on this desert type planet. Um, oh, but but you know we didn't think it was going to be Tatooine. Please, but- please no. <laughs> But it sounds like it's going to be <laughs> on the sands of Tatooine. No! <laughs> I mean, Mandalore is also a desert, though, so don't, well, well, don't put that out there. But that's different, though. That's, is it? Yes, is there, it? there are no dune seas on, man, on, on planet Mandalore. Do we know that's that? All. We don't really know anything about Mandalore. We have seen most of the right planet. That, that's not true, Mason. We have seen most of the planet. And uh, uh, and we've never seen and, anything outside of the capital of Sindari. Th- bet cap, I 100% call cap on that, sir. Okay, wait, rebels, wait, wait, wait. clone wars. Are you kidding me? No, most of that takes place on the planet's moon, Concordia. No, no, nope. Yeah, nope. it does. I, I assure you that, like, with all the trees and the snow, that's on Concordia. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the planet. Mason, do you not remember the first couple of episodes of season four? Think about it. Um, season four of Star Wars. All, I, all I remember is seeing like the that, outside view of that was That was on Mandalore. All that was on Mandalore. Those yeah. first couple of episodes of season four took place in Mandalore because... I'll rewatch it. Hold on. Bo-Katan gets this... On the planet of Mandalore. So, so in the trailer that you, you've seen, you've seen what you would assume is Mandalore on screen. Yes, like of of uh, of live action, but of that scene that I was talking about, you know, of of where the Mandalorian talk, like 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 where a bunch of them like run out and stuff, and and I believe it's Paz Vizla has like his chain gun and he's like you know firing at people. Apparently. It's gonna tie in into um, into uh, them going back to Tatooine, and somehow they're tracking them down. But apparently, uh, Boba and possibly um, a certain Wookiee will be involved in that. Um, 
which makes sense because I didn't think we would not ever see them again. Um, but I, I didn't think we would see them that quick, but apparently that might happen. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, so that is something to look forward to. Uh, I am excited for, for Mando season three. I don't know if we'll get any original, nope. like, you're right. You're correct. I don't think we've seen most of them. <laughs> I know I was that, right. That Mason. takes place. That takes place on Mandalore. <laughs> I don't think we've seen most of Mandalore. That is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but I will say, like, Mandalore does have the yeah. So, are you sure you saw like Dune Seas? Like, I said there sure, is no sure, Dune sure. Seas. Are you oh. even listening to me? I said no. There are no Dune Seas on on on. On Mandalore, and then okay. you were like, thought- "You were like, are you sure?" And I was like, "Yeah, we have seen a bu- we've seen a decent amount of the planet Mandalore." And you're like, "Name where?" And I'm like, "Rebels, Clone Wars." And you're like, "No, <laughs> well, I, I don't see know. That. I don't. I still don't think that qualifies as a, a like a lot of the planet." But you are you are correct. Watch so you're Rebels. saying, Watch are you Rebels. saying it's like a, like a Cloud City kind of thing where it's like. Mandalore is like only like a city on the planet and then the rest is whatever because there's like mines for Beskar. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm just saying like Mandalore is a huge planet. So as, I don't know. As, as far we, as we've what just we've seen on screen, yeah. there okay. are no Dune Seas. For sure. At all. For like, sure. At all. There are... And you said in the caverns, trailer, the trailer there that are you were talking about with Mandalorians, canyons. there are Dune Seas. No, I never said oh, they're that. not. Oh, okay. Word. Never mind. Cool. All right. Well, then, no, I listening? was not listening. <laughs> cool. All right. Wow. Just, uh, I'm so glad we had that conversation. Okay. Really good. So- <laughs> really good combo. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Oh, that makes uh, me excited. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I just I didn't want to believe that we were getting another series on Tatooine. No, no, no. So, so that's I, why I was fighting so hard for that. I, I was like, please think, let it be Mandalore. I think we will. So we will see Mandalore in season Good. three, Mando, but we yeah. will probably see Tatooine again is what it sounds like because of from that shot from the trailer that I'm talking about of where you see a bunch of the Mandalorians like kind of come out in the sandy area. I didn't put two and two together that it was Tatooine because I'm so used to seeing Dune season no. and everything. But it no, sounds please, like we no. are going back to Tatooine. No! No! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the planet is becoming like literally, literally PTSD. As as uh, honestly, as long as Max Rebo makes a cameo, no, I'm fine. Max Rebo's on Mandalore whenever it gets bombed. Why do we have to keep going back to this place? But that doesn't make sense, Mason, because of that. Because of it's already been bombed, and we know that Max Rebo is alive alive during the Book of Boba Fett. So that's already happened during the timeline. Unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, for his brother, it could be his brother. His brother's could alive. His brother. Yeah, twin brother. He doesn't have a twin. Dax, twin. no, Dax no. Rebo. Dax Rebo. Yeah, the one that's got the legs like this. Dex, Dex Rebo. Those arms that are like the. Yeah. It's only like two arms. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually the original true. Max Rebo. No, 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 no. Like Josh isn't kidding. Like Max Rebo actually has a brother. Um. Uh. So there. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Take that back, huh? Yes, he has a brother in the, it's in the comics, the and they all they have only the two leg thing. They got the two leg. That's funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's because of because of then because of then you've got you know. Honestly, I I think I should just do a whole episode on Patreon where I just dive deep into the lore of Max Rebo. I think that would be very. very I would I would pay to watch that. <laughs> I would pay to watch that. Too. And welcome back to to the Max yeah. Rebo stuff podcast. No, no, no. It, it would have to be like a whole like segment. Like what? Like, <laughs> the it, Max it's... Rebo stuff jizz cast. Welcome we back talk to all things jizz. That's literally perfect. We were doing so great. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God, stop. It's a good, it's a good music style. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways. God. Um, but but yeah, no, I'm I'm hoping that we that we dive deeper into the lore of um of the Mandalorian people, which I think we will. And I think that um, uh, that this season is going to blow everyone away. I'm mm-hmm. thinking a main character will die. I don't think it's going to be Mando. I don't think it's going to be, you know. Um, We're going to see Grogu get iced live on screen. I could see it being um, Grief Garga. I could see it being him. I don't know. I feel like we'll probably see a lot of people die. Um, so something that Josh missed what that we were talking about earlier was the actor who played Steve Urkel is going to be. Um, it sounds like he will be in in possibly in Skeleton Crew or an upcoming Star Wars project. And how do you feel about that? Because I love that they're bringing characters from like the from that era of the eighties going into the nineties. Um, I think, yeah. Having him in skeleton crew and we know that skeleton crew has the biggest budget of any star Wars yep. production. Yeah. And that's something that, that, that we talked about earlier too. Do we have any, any, any information on this show besides that? Hey, what have hey. you seen anything? We, yeah. And, 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 and I'm, and I'm about to show you Ready? Hang on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. It's going to be right. Here we go. Jude Law's in it. <laughs> that's that, that, nice. that, that was their main selling point was, was that this will take place during, uh, during the, the same time as the Mandalorian and that it has kids in it, but it's not going to be a kid's show. It's going to have that stranger things type vibe. And that, uh, that Jude Law is is in the show, and then it's, that it's, was that was all they told us, bro. What? I, 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 yeah, no, I know. <laughs> and uh, and they also started. Uh, they they already started filming. So okay, it, yeah. I wish that made more sense, but yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking people at D twenty three. We'll have the chance to uh, see something more of Skeleton Crew. I think we might get more. I'm hoping a cast announcement at least. That would be nice. Because I'm I'm just curious. Biggest now, production value and money is wise, but we have like the least information out of any project. You you That's need exciting. a good cast. 
to like pull something like something like this off because something that Mason and I were talking about earlier, which I think they talked about on Patreon daily, which was they were going to try and make this like the, like the star Wars version of stranger things. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? uh, Like, I mean, so it would be, it would dive deeper into, you know, maybe things that we didn't know about. Like for example, you know, maybe, Maybe there is one kid among all of the other kids on the ship that is force sensitive. And uh, which, again, I know, I know it'd be like, well, oh my gosh, it's 11. But it's like, I don't know. I, I what I, what I, I think thought going for that vibe. What I thought is that it's sort of going to be about these kids, much like in Stranger Things, getting in over their heads. Like kids just trying to be kids and then accidentally getting into like some weird, crazy force call stuff. Um, that's what I feel like. Oh my like gosh, it it's like these kids. Is that like a actual Yes. It, yep. Oh. Okay. And they have like a mini Rex Max Rebo. Understandable. I listen, that <laughs> that was the first thing that that, that 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 like popped in my head. And I was about to scream and and, and, and the audience of being like like, is that Max Rebo's son? Didn't say anything. I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> Max but, uh, Rebo. Ah! Ah! <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, it's so, all a bunch of kids that end up going to this planet, and then the planet ends up having a Sith temple on it, and then yeah. they end up trying Wacky to... hijinks ensues. And they're, they get, they're inside the Sith temple, and it's like Indiana Jones, <laughs> but they're trying to leave, and... They got to figure out a way, and that's the skeleton. Or, yeah. or maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's a bunch of different planets, and they're like hopping in this rinky dink. I ship am hoping that running. we go to new planets. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> goodness, please, I, not I, Tatooine, please. Do not go to Tatooine. <laughs> I, like, like, I mean, I would love for this to be the one series where we don't go to Tatooine. Well, I think that would be would great because too. of all You're the new Star fresh. Wars live action projects have gone to Tatooine at least once in one of their shows. So it's like, let this be the one that breaks the cycle. Because of it sounds like we're going, like, we are going in the next season for Mando. And it's going to be funny if Andor, if they end up, like, of, of somebody like, oh, no, our ship's out of gas. And they just go to, like, Mos Eisley. We got to stop in Tatooine. Oh, my God, pod racing. We have to go watch a race. The ship gets... The ship breaks down. They get stuck on Tatooine for three more episodes. Oh my gosh, it's a cameo from Watto. He's like a very old man. Like he's like, he's like, hey. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Yeah. You remind me of a kid that I used to know. His name was Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> so awful. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's the main stuff that we know about the skeleton crew. Um, John, John Watts d- is not doing uh fantastic for mainly because of this. Uh, so that is exciting. I think that I think of the show has the potential of being very good. And <laughs> I, well, I, I was well trying said. to find the, I was well very, good in a different way yes very (laughs) exciting to me yes because i (laughs) i want hey they want to have that like i don't know have you seen super eight by any chance yes i have like if it has that that kind of vibe yeah i would love it um look at that man i i think what it would be is like it's okay it's basically like 
Stranger Things, they're trying to hide something that something is like, like it's like an ET situation. I want that 80s vibe. I've been saying this for a while. I want it to be like I'm putting in an old VHS tape into a VCR and just kicking back on a Saturday morning and just watching the crap out of it. Like, <laughs> like that is the vibe that I want out of this. I, I, I want that mystery. I want the 80s vibe. And I think they are continuing that. I want it to come of- out on VHS. Yes, exactly. So, no, uh, no, I. I I think the show is going to be great. I I love that John Favra and Dave Filoni do have involvement with it. So you know that it's it, it it's going to be good. I love how they are having a lot of involvement with all of the live action Star Wars stuff because they were kind of the pioneers for live action Star Wars TV shows. And I think that was such a great call. And Dave Filoni was like the real pioneer with George Lucas for, you know, a Star Wars TV show. So it's it's great to have these people part of that journey. And I'm just I was baffled by the name of it because of when they were like, all right, we have this new show coming out. It's called The Skeleton Crew. I sat there and I was like. What? (laughs) So I, uh, I I don't know I I I got a feeling that this one is definitely gonna blow people away. Um, it's it's a high budget for a show. Um, it's not you know a billion dollars like the Rings of Power, but you know it's. Do we it's, know when it takes place? Um, it takes place during the Mandalorian timeline, so there's a chance of a crossover. Okay. I, I'm I'm telling you right now, they are leading up to a Avengers Endgame type event. And 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 it's gonna be funny when they end up fighting Thrawn and you'll have you know some people from the skeleton crew. You'll have Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka, Mando, like like just like <laughs> these dun, dun, four dun, kids dun, 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 in a rinky dink ship. Yeah. Avengers! And uh, then <laughs> you just have like Grogu at the front, like <laughs> assemble, and 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 that would be so funny. Uh, if for those um, for those of you that get it, that scene from Thor Ragnarok. What have you seen it? Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I'm sorry, not Ragnarok. Uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah, that was sorry. Like, I have not dude, seen that movie years ago. You have not that scene, Colin. You know the one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want them to do that because of like so. So I would be baffled. Um, I would be baffled if they ended up. Uh, don't say if, anything. No spoilers. No, no. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not talking about Thor anymore. I'm I'm talking about you know what we're supposed to be talking about. Um no but uh the uh <laughs> uh yeah no uh I, I think that it would be crazy if we ended up getting Grogu's first words in Mando season 3 um but I'm just curious of what he would sound like do you mm, think baby well, Yoda well he is all right so he is um he is past 50 years old at this point. So it's not like he's going to have like a, ah, hi guys. Like, it, it, like, is it, 
Is it not possible? I, I don't know. I We've don't know. heard the way his voice know. sounds through his screeches. Yeah. See, I would like him to never be able to say any words, yeah. but um, have a way for him to finally like mind communicate with Mando. With Mando, yeah. I think that would be cool. Like he may never say anything. It's like we just have a point where like mm. he just talks to Mando like telepathically. And he fi- like Mando finally clicks with it, and then he's like, "Oh, oh, okay, like, oh wow, wow, that's great, wow." This but, like, is how you never... sound like in my head. I don't like that. The Stop thing talking. is, we never hear it. Yeah. I think that would be cool because I don't think they're ever, ever probably going to be like he says says starts talking. I think they're going to be like Mando actually gets to understand what's being said. I think the it would thing be funny is that I'm curious like, about. Is, is how that would make that work, right? Because I think so far in Star Wars canon, it's been it's been alluded to that you can't really connect with someone in a way that they'll understand you if it's not two force sensitives coming together. Can we've seen it? We've seen the force influence like creatures and animals with like mind control and like um, where they will use the force to like calm an animal. Because emotions. they're going to say that Din's family uh, is uh, force sensitive and he's force sensitive too. Watch Can we just that. have Grogu? Maybe he's like the descendant of Mandalore the Great or something like that. Can we just have Grogu about him? voiced by Morgan Freeman? And then, you know. Just <laughs> oh like, my God. Yeah, yeah like, we're just, he's like a super. Like, yes, uh, I'm Morgan Freeman. And... <laughs> Like I don't know. These stormtroopers are not yeah. good. <laughs> look, look at Josh Cringe. And yeah. uh, Cringe. Max. Oh, oh, oh. Here, here we go. Here we go. Max Rebo doesn't speak either, but good connection. I Max totally agree. Sensitive. You heard it here first. Yeah. No. No. I. I. I don't know. There's a lot of... All right, so there's actually a lot of things that we know that are going to happen in Mando Season 3, but that's for our segment on the Patreon, um, on our Patreon, which is called Rogue Rumors. So check that out. Um, But that's actually something that I will talk to you guys after the podcast about because I think you would definitely be interested in that. Um, But yeah, no. Um, There's there's a a lot of... Cool. I do love Mandalorian stuff. There's a lot of cool. I, I like I said, um, like I know you asked like characters that we would like to see within the series. Like my answer is definitely going to be like like most of Clan Ren. I want to see Clan Ren. I want to see what happened to them, and I want to see if they were able to like build back up their numbers and become a large clan again. Uh, but the thing that I'm most interested in seeing in general in Star Wars is more lore about the Darksaber and more yeah. lore about Mandalore the Great and what happened to him and why he's the only Mandalorian Jedi that we know of um, and what makes the Darksaber different from other lightsabers. Do you want Mando to end up like being force sensitive in a way? I don't, I don't, I don't want that, but I don't not want that. If that makes sense, that would be why, I'm dude. Open, how crazy I'm open would it to, be? Just like, I'm open to surprises. I'm a Jedi, and then just like, just come on in, and then Grogu ends up training him. Oh, how crazy would that be? Um, I don't know. We we know that that Grogu is the key to the past, the present, and the future of Star Wars currently. Yeah. So. 
pushing it forward is going to be very interesting and in seeing where that goes. I don't, I want to see where Grogu fits in all of this, to be honest. Especially in the sequel trilogy, because yes, they like, have definitely. to explain that. Like, you know, him Grogu Ray, is very powerful. Out. Yeah. Him and Ray in a TV show, wouldn't doubt it. If that Jin is not force sensitive, then great. And if he is, then I want to see a good reason for that. And I want to see a good story come What's out. A, okay. Are you a firm believer of the that you have to have magical parents to be magical? Or can you just be magical on your own? Not I don't know. I like the uh, when they when they said that in in was it episode eight that you could just randomly be. I was like, I love this. This is a great idea. There's that just was, force sensitives everywhere. Well, the, to me, that was always implied because of if you watch the Clone Wars, right? Um, uh, there are a bunch of kids that you know were just force sensitive randomly, like like a yeah, her parents like. Were, Really like they would separate siblings and stuff like that because yeah. of that, right? Because like the brother yeah. would be force sensitive, but the sister yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. And they so would like break up families. There are to me that was always implied. I've I mean that concept that you're talking about sounds like Harry Potter, where well, I mean, uh where it's like, you know, if 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 both parents are magical, I believe it's called pure blood so yeah that, but they they i feel like they tried to do that with star wars sequel trilogy because originally ray was huh. just gonna be like actually you know what i have no one and then they're like oh just kidding uh, uh, uh palpatine and we were all like um uh, i don't know i know. i mean to be honest that that was the first time besides luke and leia from anakin was like the first time where like i saw it I know some people thought about like that back in the day, like before the prequels. But once the prequels came out, and it was like, well, here's Obi Wan, and here's Qui Gon, and Mace Windu, and all these people, and and you know, it doesn't sound like their parents were force sensitive. It's like, oh, okay. And then and then we found out later, like you know, that the Jedi would go to different you know families and be like, hey, your child is force sensitive. I saw it through this hologram. The force chooses who's force sensitive. I like that. Yeah, but we never saw that that past. The original trilogy, right? Well, right. So I, I didn't think that was the thing in Episode Eight. I thought that was like a thing a long time ago. I, like, like oh no, 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 no. I mean, like, what what I'm saying is, it was the, or your first emergence of that being a thing past the original trilogy. Correct. And when I did not when get just that like, vibe until, on that. I was like, right, oh. yeah, because of because of I did not get that vibe until you know. And, and, until the prequels and in and in, in the original trilogy 100 percent. i was like i was like okay well luke's force sensitive because his dad is vader <laughs> same uh same with leia and 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 uh and and then you never really knew about obi-wan or yoda or anything growing up until you saw the prequels and stuff oh yeah yeah i guess i never thought about it that way huh yeah it is kind of a prequels thing isn't it Weird. Uh, so but yeah, if I, I feel like the, the anybody can be force sensitive, yeah. I feel like that's um, I feel like that's that's more what I subscribe to and what I see want to see more of. So why don't you like episode eight when that was the whole story? <laughs> it's literally like the whole thing. It's like being like, uh, your preconceptions are wrong. Actually, Ray is nobody, and look at this child, and he is actually nobody as well, but he has the force. 
Yeah. So does she. And anyone can have the force. Are you talking about our favorite character, Broom Boy? Love that guy. Yeah, Broom Kid. There were there were there are obviously things that I do like about episode eight, but just as an episode in general, I think eight leading into nine. nine. I would have to rewatch it. I like it better than nine. I like it better. the, The what it could have made into the future i was like oh my gosh i am completely on board with having ray and uh kylo just drop the past and being like we're neither the jedi or the sith let's actually just come together and be like hey you know what maybe keeping balance means uh just doing uh deleting the past i was like that sounds great but yeah no guess that didn't happen in the end I was like, okay, fine. I don't know. I so here's okay. So I I think there's still a future for the sequel characters. It only depends on if the actors want to come back. It sounds like John Boyega. <laughs> he was like, nah. N- no, no, nah. dude. Yeah, John <laughs> to like and to a lot of people, including John Boyega, they feel like his his character journey was robbed. Like he, he had a great setup. He was supposed to have a huge arc in episode nine. Um, where, and then like in the original script for duel of fates. And then, you know, it was like, Nope, that's not happening. And then you just, because of for the last Jedi, it, and I don't know, all these things just lead back to the decision of, going off the blueprint that that was the biggest mistake and that's why i think the trilogy the sequel trilogy ended up being flawed because they didn't follow that blueprint of what star wars is and when the last jedi ended up being its own thing and having not one but multiple plot holes in it and to me the biggest one and always will be is haldo not telling poe the plan all haldo had to do is tell poe the plan and no one would have died and you know, he just you know wait and listen, huh? <laughs> uh, well, no, she she actually was being you know very aggressive towards him and being like you know I've known flyboys like you all my life and I'm not gonna tell you squat so I can make myself feel better. So haha, and then Poe's like, all right, well I'm I, I don't feel like what you're doing is right, so I'm. I will go on the offensive and I'm going to talk to these guys and see what they can do. And they're like, I'm going to find the code breaker. And they go to this casino planet, 45 minutes. They don't even get the right code breaker. And then, and then they, thank you. And then they end up going back to the ship. The guy betrays them. And then all these people get killed because Haldo just had to tell him the plan. Stupidest plot hole ever me man i was just like dude no because of if you go back to all the other star wars movies there is no big plot hole like that that was my biggest thing about the last jedi i think that there are elements of the movie that i like but to me that's the biggest plot hole so i just i i just get upset every time i watch it nine is worse in my opinion I think the ending was weak. I think the ending for episode nine could have. Why is Palpatine back? I was just because. But they explained that in a comic. They explained that in a comic, dude. How is it done? 
You actually don't know? No. Okay. So, uh, so <laughs> shortly after the events of, of Empire Strikes Back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vader goes to Exegol, confronts the Emperor, sees everything he's planning, including these Star Destroyers, right? And then they just never talk about it. So now the pothole <laughs> leads to the events of Return of the Jedi. Vader could have totally been like, you know, help me take this mask off. And then been like, all right, so just let you know, there's a whole planet with a bunch of Star Destroyers. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. All right, I'm out. Luke, Bye. Yeah. Listen closely. Yeah, yeah, no. The no, Emperor seriously. is planning. That is a canon comic. And, and, and Wait, so he, how does he come back? What? Wait, who? You said like, the clones, uh, right? So, um, uh, like yeah. So, so, so they kind of followed the story of legends of where um, Palpatine put his Force essence into a clone, and he, <laughs> and he, and he just kept. Doing so this it. is a clone, but it's got his Force essence, so it's like it's him. So it's like his soul. He is. He is putting another his version soul of his body into another version of his body. Because of you know he's the old yeah. Sith Lord and, and 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 he's read all these Sith novels that explain how you can do it. Death is a concept invented by the Jedi. Yeah, do it. I am the Senate forever. No, yeah, it's yeah. Dead I am. Dead I would like you to be. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I feel like that's a harder and more complicated thing to explain. And it brings up much more of a plot hole than I think a Haldo maneuver does. Indeed. Because at the end of the day, people are going to die in Star Wars and whatever. And I don't really care if she just goes, you know what? I'm going to just smash into the ship and die and all this stuff. Because at the end of the day, I could still see that happening. But whatever is happening with Palpatine and them just being <laughs> like, I don't know. Guess what? I'm going to take all of this. Right. And I'm not going to explain it because – I am the kind of person that doesn't like to explain things. I'm going to let the fans and the other people pick up the slack. And we're going to take this the concept and move it somewhere else. And I, well, I never like that. Okay. So in the original script for episode nine, Duel of Fates, the emperor was never supposed to come back at all. Uh, and, uh, and, and Kylo Ren was never going to be redeemed. And, and most of the story took place on Coruscant. It was a very dark story. There's there's an actual scene and concept art of where the rebels, uh, I mean, where the resistance really, uh, you know, overpowers the First Order and General Hux loses all hope. He pulls out Mace Windu's lightsaber and takes his own life. And it was like, that was going to be in episode nine. It, it, it was supposed to be a very dark, you know, script. It was supposed to have that re- turn of the king vibe to it and they just butchered it because of they they went off blueprint that that's honestly the main thing that i happened. think i think they listened to the fan lashback and they were like mm, we need to uh we need to change things i i i just think that was a poor decision and that's why the because uh, force, force awakens was a, a good start lashback Force Awakens was good in my opinion because it uh, it 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 made us ask a lot of questions like who's Snoke like where on earth has he been all this time and then you get to Episode Eight and everything that the Force Awakens built everything up to be was like nope that's wrong that's wrong Ray is no one 
And then you like go to the same director that like, you know, made episode seven is just like, actually everything that you said was wrong is actually right. Right. Is someone she's a Palpatine. And it's like, Okay, the whole, but, the whole but trilogy in the last feels movie, like you said she was no one. Fighting that's why, that's why I don't like nine. Nine is the worst story. in my opinion because it's it's just trying to play catch up, and then the, in the process they dumb down the original trilogy. Yeah, and I, yeah. So that's why I always like eight more than nine, only because it dumbs down the original trilogy. Yeah, adds more stupid stuff, and basically was just like, all right, I don't know how this happened. Here you go. Yeah, it's just happening now. I'm like. Okay. No, I, I think it's, listen, I, I think the sequel trilogy has great concepts and I think that it's a very interesting um, timeline, but I just wish that certain characters were treated better um, because now, like what we were talking about earlier, Mason, which was the Mandalorian is trying to do what the Clone Wars did, which was trying to make those, the whole prequels more um like more watchable more better because at the time you know yeah. honestly everyone that th- that says oh i love the prequels growing up you know there are a lot of people that were bashing on the prequels like a lot like yeah. a lot the until the clone wars came hated. out un- yeah, un- yeah. Un- un- until the clone wars came out and and and, and obi-wan kenobi then people are like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like yeah, all these characters are great. And uh and honestly, what they're That's doing. That's why I with... feel like they're gonna try and use Grogu to try and fix their issue. They are they are using the Mandalorian, Skeleton Crew, uh Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, all of these to kind of build up to the, to what the sequel trilogy is. And they're mainly focusing that story in Mandalorian. Um because of I could just see uh the show kind of leading into where we start seeing the birth of the first order and the founder of the first order and all that stuff. And then not only that, I could definitely see that like someone of the uh, at least one of the characters, not Luke, but you know, one of the other characters in, in the show The Mandalorian, seeing, you know, M- Mando. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, of 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 seeing the emperor, like in like or Snoke in some way where it it's like you know someone knew about the emperor coming back, but you know they didn't make it, and it's just something that I think would be, um, very interesting because there's there's a lot of leaked stuff apparently, um, that will make us appreciate the sequels more. That's going to be happening in this season. I will tell you guys after this, um, but. Yeah, no. I don't know if I'll ever like the sequel movies, but I do think if they got supporting content that I could be convinced to like the sequel era because yeah. I love the design and I love the characters so much. Era is yeah. not movie. That is a great statement. Mm-hmm. I love the design of the First Order Stormtroopers. I love the the redux or the uh, the reimagination of the rebel the the rebellion the, the resistance. I think is really cool. I like the new starfighters and their sleek looks, um, and I like the stories that come out of them. Um, the movies, however, I felt were a mess because it was a lot of directors trying to pull things in their own direction instead of follow the story. That's why I would like to see the movies reimagined as well, even if it's just like in a Legends collection of like what could have been. But that's not going to happen. No, obviously, I feel and like Disney, Disney as a company has a pride to keep. But I think 
you know. Okay, so I think this is something else as well that um that that we should think about is you could definitely tell with the sequel trilogy is that the directors were competing against each other. Everyone in every single like different movie was kind of competing because you could definitely feel the last Jedi was trying to cancel out some of the things that happened in Force Awakens, and then you've got the Rise of Skywalker, which did the exact same thing to the Last Jedi, and it felt like I feel the like the beginning the- of the Rise just, of Skywalker was yeah. just insulting. I just felt like they were trying to make jabs at each other, and it, it was kind of pointless. But now, if you go to the other live action series, which is like Mando and Obi Wan Kenobi and all these. All of these shows are not competing with each other. They're working together to add to the canon and not jab at other things that have happened in the other shows. And I think that's brilliant. I think that's what it should have happened with the sequel trilogy, but we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. We did not get that at all. The reason I the reason I feel it's insulting is because it's a lot of smash cut stuff in like five, 10 second intervals. And it's just like, here's this, here's this, here's yeah, this. That's here's a fair this. this is why this, this is why this doesn't make sense. This is why yeah. this doesn't make sense. Okay. So we're going to make this make sense. And this is why this doesn't make sense. So here's what actually happened. I feel like that's like the entire first half of them. And it's not just insulting the previous director, but it's insulting to us as a fan base. It's almost a, uh, it almost feels like you're not allowed to enjoy that last story because it's not right. It's not the right story. And that's that's not how that should be, and that's why I think everyone hates those movies. Mm-hmm. On well, some some level there, but anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, that is that's that, that's really all for this week. Um, there's we are approaching uh, Andor coming up here pretty soon. Uh, and you've got D23 coming up in September. You've got a lot of things coming up. Um, so very exciting stuff. But we are on Patreon, guys. We all love our community. We love our community on there. Um, we're very active. We also we love have Discord. We love, our, we love our community in general. We love everyone. I, I was getting there. Patience. Dang. All right. All right. All right. My goodness. All you right. Know what, all right. You know what? Okay, so um, yeah, no, uh, wow, wow, <laughs> no, uh, no, we we love all of our community. You were putting words in my yeah. mouth, sir. I didn't Dang appreciate right, that. Dang uh, right. But we love our Patreon community as well. We are very active with them on Discord. Um, yes, Josh, I love yeah. you all as well. Yes, we. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and, uh, and then we're on Instagram, uh, at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter, at Stuff Pod. We're on TikTok, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Facebook, we have a great community on there, and we all love you too. Uh, I'm and messing we, with you. Uh, we have a genetic. I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I'm out of it. I'm tired. Long day. Uh, and we have the Star Stuff Podcast Gmail. We love hearing from you guys. We love all your emails. We're also on Audible. Who would like to talk about Audible? Josh, Mason, Ad, anyone? Mason I don't know if I'm the. I don't know Audible. if I'm the. I don't know if I'm the right person. Let's go, Mason. All right. Well, if you insist, guys, go out. Go out. Get, get a free book. Reading is cool. <laughs> Come and watch Book Club on Patreon. It's pretty awesome. We're reviewing Brotherhood right now. If you go out, use that Audible trial 
uh, go and rent out the book Brotherhood. It's all about um, what happens sort of post Attack of the Clones. It's about that business on Cato Nemoidia that's mentioned um, in the movies. It's very good. It's a very good book. Not going to lie. Uh, one of my favorite side characters in the entire series of Star Wars is in Dex. it, Dexter Jetster, and he plays a pretty big role. Um, so if you want, you could go get that book, read it alongside us, and uh, we can talk about it, find a way it's, to talk about audible. it. It's Yes. Listen it to it alongside. Hey, oh there we God. go. Hey. Whatever. Hey. Whatever. Audibletrial.com slash stuff podcast. Wow. Please yeah. go on Apple Podcast and give us a, a review. We would love to hear from you. Uh, and please go on our YouTube. YouTube. We're on YouTube, give guys. Give Colin in particular a one-star review. You do realize people will listen to you. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, give, well, you know what? I, at least I've seen Lord of the Rings and I didn't get inspired. Um, uh, I don't think that uh, Don Glover is my favorite. No, wait, 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 no, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Donald Glover made me fall in love with him. Yes, there Lando. you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Lando yeah. is only good because of Donald Glover. Yes. Nope, not, not, not Billy Dean. That means. Because of Donald means. Glover. Donald Glover, Donald Glover made, made Lando the, the man that he is. Nope, is what don't Mason think that's says. the case. Don't nope, think that's the nope, case. No, those are your exact I words, think, sir. I think Donald um, Glover. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Twitter. As stuff 77 And we're, yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. We, <laughs> we, we love you all, and may the force be with you. Always! Always.